0: Hello everybody, welcome back to History Every Day This is episode number 178, December 25th Merry Christmas to everybody out there We're going to start off in the year 336 Which was the first documented sign of Christmas celebration in Rome And then in 1776, George Washington and the Continental Army crossed the Delaware River at night to attack Hessian forces who are serving Great Britain at Trenton, New Jersey, the next day. And in 1868, the United States President Andrew Johnson grants an unconditional pardon to all Confederate veterans following uh, the American Civil War. I'm Austin Dahl, your host as always. Let's get into it, and let's see what we can learn today. On December 25th, in the year 336, a significant milestone in the history of Christianity and Western cultural traditions occurred. This date marks the first documented celebration of Christmas, the birth of Jesus Christ, in Rome. The observance of Christmas on this date became a pivotal aspect of Christian tradition and had a profound impact on cultural and religious practices worldwide. The selection of December 25th for celebrating the birth of Jesus was not based on biblical evidence, but rather a confluence of religious, cultural, and historical factors. During this period, the Roman Empire celebrated various festivals such as Saturnalia, Which was a winter solstice festival, and Sol Invictus, the birthday of the unconquerable sun, which coincided with the same time of year. The Christian church, in its early stages, sought to establish a distinct identity and ritual practices. The adoption of December 25th for Christmas may have been partly influenced by a desire to provide a Christian alternative to popular pagan celebrations. By aligning the celebration of Jesus' birth with existing festivals, the church aimed to facilitate the transition of pagans to Christianity. The first recorded instance of Christmas being celebrated on December 25th in Rome signifies an important movement in the establishment of the Christian calendar. Over time, Christmas evolved into a major religious festival and an integral part of Christian worship and tradition. On the night of December 25th, 1776, a daring and strategic military maneuver took place during the American Revolutionary War. George Washington and his Continental Army crossed the Delaware River. This operation set the stage for the surprise attack on he- Hessian forces who were serving Great Britain in Trenton, New Jersey. Hessian forces are mostly like German mercenaries. The following day is when the Battle of Trenton takes place. The context of the crossing was one of desperation and dwindling hope for the American cause. The Continental Army had suffered a series of defeats, and morale was low. The enlistment of many of Washington's troops was about to expire at the end of the year, further threatening the Army's viability. Washington's plan involved a risky nighttime crossing of the ice-choked Delaware River. The operation was complex, requiring the coordination of multiple units and the transportation of approximately 2,400 soldiers, artillery, and supplies across the river under the cover of darkness in harsh winter conditions. The successful crossing, despite challenges such as severe weather and the logistical complexities of moving a large force undetected, demonstrated Washington's leadership and the determination of his troops. The element of surprise was crucial. The Hessian garrison at Trenton, under the command of Colonel John, Johann Rahl, was not expecting an attack, particularly in such adverse weather. On the morning of December 26th, Washington's forces launched their surprise attack on Trenton. The battle was swift and decisive. On December 25th, 1868, President Andrew Johnson issued a proclamation granting an unconditional pardon to all Confederate veterans of the American Civil War. This act was one of the final major steps in the process of reconstruction, which was the period following the war during which the United States grappled with how to reintegrate the Southern States and address the legacies of slavery and rebellion. Johnson's proclamation extended a full pardon and restoration of rights, including property rights, except for slaves, to everyone who had participated on the Confederate side of the Civil War. This was a significant move as many former Confederates had been excluded from such amnesty in early proclamations, which had more stipulations and exceptions. The decision to grant a blanket pardon was part of Johnson's lenient approach to Reconstruction. He believed that rapid restoration of the Southern states to the Union and reconciliation with former Confederates were crucial for healing the divide of the country. However, his policies were often in conflict with the more radical elements of his own party, who sought stricter measures to transform Southern society and guarantee rights for freed slaves. Johnson's widespread amnesty was controversial. Critics argued that it allowed former Confederate leaders and soldiers to regain power and influence in the post-war South without adequately addressing the underlying issue of racial inequality and justice. Indeed, the period following the amnesty saw the rise of segregationist Jim Crow laws and the establishment of systems that perpetuated racial discrimination. The unconditional pardon of Confederate veterans by Andrew Johnson remains a subject of debate among historians. It reflects the complexities of post-Civil War America, a time when the nation faced the challenge Of reconciling after a deeply divisive and destructive conflict, which also confronting the need to redefine its social and political fabric in the absence of slavery. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of History Every Day. I hope you all have a great rest of your day today and enjoy your Christmas with your family and friends. And I will see you all tomorrow for some more history.